News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. Make sure you check out the cutest couple. You can enter at NewstalkKZRG.com. Click on that liner or click on the banner and you can be a part of it. All right. He's Matt Lamb. He's the associate editor at the College Fix. There's a real run of predominantly women claiming Native American heritage and becoming professors in our uh, in our universities. Uh, cultural appropriation crazy. Matt, welcome to KZRG. Thanks for having me. All right, let's talk about this. Obviously, the most famous uh, non-Native American to claim Native American heritage for her benefit was Elizabeth Warren, but she's just kind of the tip of the iceberg, isn't she? Absolutely. Um, we have numerous examples. Um, we actually just posted an article a few days ago at the College Fix. Um, white female scholars keep pretending to be Native American. Um, and there have been a, a number of examples just really in the past couple of years. Um, there was a University of California Riverside professor who lied about being Cherokee. There was actually just a University of Wisconsin-Madison. She was like an indigenous artist in residency, and she... Uh, falsely claimed she was Native American. Um, there's a UC Berkeley professor. And, you know, it's one thing we all have kind of stories in our family and, you know, is it apocryphal, you know, have, have things been exaggerated. It's another thing when you use it to gain an advantage and get, you know, a university job or get some sort of special funding based off of whether you knowingly, you know, you, you're lying or you kind of know there's maybe some some flimsy evidence for your indigenous heritage. Yeah, and, and again, realizing this is, and these universities supposedly are being run by people who are really smart, allegedly. And if you are an actual person who is Native American, your tribe uh, likely has given you a card. You can flop that sucker out and say, yes, I'm a member of the Quapaw Nation or a Cherokee or Cheyenne or whatever Native American background you're from. Absolutely. So I actually have a little bit of experience um, related to this is that um, I were part of the uh, Mayflower Society, and my aunt actually had to, like, do all the lineage and submit a bunch of paperwork to confirm that we're descendants of pilgrims. Um, and there's really no, like, financial benefit of that. In fact, anything, it probably makes me, like, more guilty of, of something. But Yeah, you did um, something bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but there's really nothing. Apparently, if you go to apply for university, despite all of the resources they have and all of the libraries and all of the historians that work there and all of the professional librarians, apparently you don't really actually even have to prove that you're what tribe you say or what, or what you know, lineage you say you have to, to get hired there and get all these special privileges and money. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, my family background is that my, uh, a part of my family, very early ancestors went to Canada from France. Uh, they were fur traders following just shortly after the, uh, the Mayflower uh, landed, and there is uh, a background where there looks like there was uh, marriage with uh, women who were Native American, but I've never claimed to be uh, indigenous, and I've never uh, used that as some sort of wacky advantage in life. Right, exactly. And I would, I would say, you know, sort of as conservatives, we kind of know how markets and economics work. If you remove the incentives to be Native American, I bet the number of fake Native American claims would would 
drop. Uh, it's sort of like racism. You know, there's a lot of benefits to claiming racism. So the, the actual supply um, is always lower than the demand, which is why there's, you know, hate crime hoaxes. Um, and so I think the same thing would happen if you removed the benefits, especially on college campuses, of, of being Native American. Well, there's a couple of things that go on. Obviously, there's tr- there's treaties that our government made with uh, these uh, different uh, indigenous communities. And because of that, uh, you know, because, because of that, our government needs to go and follow through and do what we promised uh, these Native American communities. It's something we made as a promise. But, you know, at universities where they're, uh, you know, where everything is about race, you know, seemingly they need to get past the deal and realize, you know what? It's, uh, it's, you can go, it, in fact, now that we have uh, 23andMe and Ancestry.com, we have a lot of Caucasian people all of a sudden find out they're 5 to 10% sub-Saharan African. And how many of these right, people are claiming to be, uh, you know, and obviously they can claim it, how many of these folks are able to get minority set-asides now? Right, absolutely. So, yeah, so there, there's, like, legitimate, um, you know, grievances that the, the, the government should be, of course, uh, you know, making amends as best they can. Um, right, I mean, so, right, with 23andMe, maybe we should all, and we'll all find out we all have a little bit of, you know, African, we all have a little bit of Cherokee, we all have, you know, this, and, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think maybe that's something that maybe before you apply to get this special set aside on a college campus, there should be a 23andMe test. I don't think they're that expensive. I'm pretty sure it's a CIA front, but otherwise I think, you know, maybe that's the way to go to, to root out a lot of these um, problems. Once you sort of set up a test, sometimes the, the false claims uh, start to fall apart. Well, and, and let's also just uh, go out and say this. By the way, it's Matt Lamb. He's the associate editor of the College Fix. Sue's Talk KZRG. Um, it's you know let you know and by the way it's uh, tribal membership and this is one of the things I don't think a lot of people understand is based upon uh, you know is based upon genealogy that is set up through the tribe so the tribe allows who they can consider a member so if somebody is uh, even if they can prove some Native American heritage, if the tribe doesn't recognize them, the tribe does not consider them a member of their community. Right, and so that you know that would be a, another great way. I mean, maybe if you should have to get some sort of certification, like you had mentioned, the card um, before you can uh, get these jobs. I mean, what's what's tough, of course, is that the university never wants to be in the position of. They're doubting someone's, you know, quote, lived experience or their, you know, personal identity. So, of course, it sets up this, you know, conflict where they either distrust the individual person claiming minority status or they distrust, you know, this actual tribe that has these history and records and they have their own methods of um, determining, you know, who really counts as being part of the tribe. And so it's really a catch-22 for these, like, woke university officials. It's Matt Lamb. He's with the College Fix. If people want to know more about the College Fix, what's the website, Matt? Yeah, the best way is thecollegefix.com. Um, subscribe to our email. That helps with the big tech issues, but certainly we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, uh, Rumble, all of the different um, 
platform. So please, please follow us there, and please feel free to email us any tips or any potential students that might want to write for us. We, we, we love to get those emails. Excellent. Matt, thanks for joining KZRG. Thanks for having me. All right. It's Matt Lamb. He is with thecollegefix.com. It's News Talk KZRG.